The seven-day rolling average of COVID cases has risen more than 60% since September, while hospitalisations and death rates are increasing with a third wave underway. Experts are warning many people will have waning immunity due to long gaps between boosters and past infections as new strains of the virus begin to circulate overseas. It's prompting calls for mask mandates to return and boosters to be rolled out faster. Louise Tanuth reports. In the past week, there's been 20,802 new cases of COVID-19, with 15% of those reinfections. 322 people are in hospital and a further eight in ICU. 13 people have died from COVID in the last week. Epidemiologist Michael Baker says hospitalisation rates are reaching the same level they were between the first and second wave. Every case in hospital is occupying a bed that would rather have available for elective surgery and other conditions. This infection by the end of the year is going to be responsible perhaps for 2,500 deaths in total, pushing it into being amongst the leading causes of death in New Zealand this year. While Omicron is still the dominant strain, variants like XBB and BQ.1 are rising overseas, evading the population's existing immunity. He says we should be looking to Australia, where masks are still required on public transport and domestic flights. With recorded case numbers likely not a true representation, he's suggesting a grading system with a scale of 1 to 5 for people to evaluate their risk during the summer period. If the level of risk rises, then we do have to have some graded response. We have to do more, not just say nothing's changed. I think we do need a a simple system that everyone agrees and hopefully our well, our politicians get together and say this is not a political football. This is something that is about saving lives in New Zealand. The latest update from the Ministry of Health shows 73% of people over 18 have had their first booster and 41% of people over 50 and eligible for their second have had it. For many people, it's been a long time since their last vaccine. Oh my God, I did. I don't remember when it was. In August. It was actually my second booster. Start of this year, I would say, yeah, probably in uh, no, February. February. Um, I think it was earlier this year, maybe May, something like that, to keep my dad safe mainly. He's immunocompromised, so definitely take another one if they rolled another one out. That's something immunologist Anna Brooks wants to see happen, with boosters made available earlier for those that don't qualify yet. Essentially anyone who wants to be boosted should really have access to do so, especially if you've only had one boost, especially as, a, as we say, if your last boost was so long ago, because it does enhance your protection, at least in the immediate term. Vaccinologist Helen Petousis-Harris says it would help in the short term. Look, it's probably going to help with infection for a short time, because the thing that prevents infection is having antibody already at the ready to go. So if you want to prevent infection, that is your best option available at the moment. Other countries have started to roll out a bivalent vaccine, which includes two strains of the virus, the original Delta and Omicron, which is now dominating. She says changing to a bivalent vaccine would be beneficial. There seems to be some benefit, certainly when you measure people's immune response to the vaccines that have got the two different variants in. There's not so much data on how much extra protection that provides against severe disease in in particularly younger people. But when they come, there might be an advantage to it. With reinfection rates set to rise, 
Anna Brooks is urging people not to get complacent. The more infections you get, the more risk you have for long-term health implications. We don't expect everyone will be reinfected. I think it's going to be a susceptibility thing. We are already hearing people on their second, third infections. That's absolutely going to be something that is far more common. All we can hope is that we can have some surveillance going on so that we can get a better handle on what's happening. Clear signs the virus is certainly not over.